like I, I still don't. If you ask me to recite what it is, I could tell you horse. I could tell you carry. So I don't say. I just. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what this is because you're talking mm. about Beano cartoons and shit. I'm like, maybe you know about hoodening, but um, <laughs> the, the, the pra- Beano's from the eighties, the nineties. Well, it says although the practice is extinct, the present hoodening horse is incorporated into various Kentish mummers plays and Morris dances that take place at different times of the. Oh, year. Morris dancing! I know. Oh, there we yeah, go. There oh, there we go. go. Yeah. How stupid of me to assume <laughs> that you know what hoodening is, but oh, the Morris dance, of course, the McManus <laughs> tradition. <laughs> Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Good? Yep. Hello. Welcome to a new episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today, a very funny comedian, and one of the stars of our live at the Apollo of our casual (laughs) futsal twice a week game. Uh, I don't know how casual I take it. (laughs) Neither do we. (laughs) I'm thinking about it now. (laughs) Seven days a week. Actually, I think we should go pro eventually. Absolutely. Again, anyway. you guys aren't being paid for this. <laughs> I think some people technically are paid by not paying their membership fee themselves, and in that way, they're making money. That's that is true. true. Is that the Andrew Hastings? Yeah, or the- and yeah. There are a couple of past guests who haven't <laughs> paid for this futsal. Yeah, and their penance is appearing on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could probably guess who they are by how miserable they look on the show. <laughs> <laughs> who have we got on the show? Jamie? We got Freddie McManus. Yes. Oh man. I just clap Fred, myself. Fred, yeah. Oh, you, you can clap yourself. I can. I went on another rival podcast Uh-oh. recently Uh-oh. and was oh, admonished podcast. viciously for clapping. It was at the end of the episode. I thought we'd had fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they said uh, 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 that's been another episode of old name dropping, must watch for George and Alan. Uh-oh. I started clapping and Alan Rutledge looked me dead in the eyes and said, stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> The You're first in-person pod that I've been able to record in months. Yeah. Is that right? And then well, I requested it on Zoom with those two. <laughs> <laughs> I just perfected my Zoom setup. Same house, different bedrooms. I don't want to see <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, Fred, where are you from, mate? Obviously, somewhere around the uh, the UK. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've uh, uh, chosen Canterbury in Kent, which is where I spent most of my teenage years. Beautiful. Lovely, great man. time. Canterbury in Kent. And so Very historic. Like, this is one of the most... You know, culturally significant cities. I think Cathedral City, baby. Oh, yeah, and the the only reason it's a city is because there is a cathedral. Wow, okay. is that true? That is true. Yeah. yeah. How big is it roughly? Small. Okay. Is that a measurement? People usually. Well, I, I don't know the square city. footage. Is it? So it's not a village. So it's a town without the cathedral. Okay. The cathedral immediately. Ah, elevates. I thought city status was given by population, not. Landmark. I'm just going by what I was told when I was a child. Living <laughs> you, you, as a grown man who's done research this week, may have more knowledge. Than the amount of research I've done may surprise you. Wow! Wow! So at football yesterday, you said you'd done fuck all, <laughs> and it still is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like fucking the birthplace of sort of the, the, the Canterbury Cathedral is like the birthplace of, I guess, English. Christianity or like effectively? I think going to be English stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the Archbishop gets up twice a week. <laughs> God, he's a funny guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was reading about it, and uh, so basically, before um, you know, when it was just paganism in the UK in in England, uh, all the pagans, yep. and then the one of the the popes sent a bloke over there to uh, to Kent. He said, "Get over there, you bloke," and he's uh, and he said, "All right, go to this town in Kent and." 
Sort of convert them all. He said it like that. He, pretty <laughs> much like that. I'm translating from you Latin. But I mean, uh, he's clearly reading it on yeah. the screen. So <laughs> I happen to respect his knowledge. <laughs> the screen that, is Alex's screenplay. Yeah. History of Canterbury. <laughs> it's like the State of the Union. It's, coming up on the <laughs> it's a modern retelling set in the Sydney <laughs> suburb of Canterbury. <laughs> it's like uh, a Knight's Tale. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, Heath. Miss him. Oh, look, when they start clapping, doom, doom, ch. Doom, doom, yeah. Don't, don't, the don't do that. that yeah. <laughs> Alan Rutledge looked at Ben and Alan Rutledge. If they were jousting in an Alan Rutledge song, I'll tell you what. Drew likes every mo- any movie with that, like that, or Mighty Ducks. He's yeah. like, yes, this is my favourite yeah, part. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. But yeah, then, then he sent in, he became the Archbishop of Canterbury, and then they sort of converted them all to Christianity. Um, and so it's just this big. Uh, cathedral there in town and growing up or being there in your teens was that like the center point of the whole town everything was um like- i was in the choir oh yes that okay. makes sense great I did. why does it make sense because <laughs> you have an yeah, angelic I mean, voice yeah, you are ter- you're Thank terrific you, appreciate it it was the same as it is today <laughs> um and they used to hide us under like the cloisters oh, you know in the in the underground area before we went up and uh, oh, yeah, very nerve wracking. Like raising raised platform, full on stage production. So you're going like full Kanye well, West. A, you're familiar with a cathedral, right? So like at the not, end of not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> you must be a cloister because that's just a Pokemon to me. It's one of the evolves. But, um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's sort of all building towards one sort of ornate part right. of the building. Okay, mm. uh, and so yes, that's raised and it's got the organ and everything. But when you're hiding and the the choir starts and the audience are presumably wrapped. You, are you like, slowly raising on a platform like it's a fucking Kanye West cost? Like concert? as a queen film clip? Is <laughs> yeah. that just, just, like, just because I'm aware of the extent to which I'll disappoint you if I say no, I'm going to say yes. Someone else many, comes up and does the Many an N-word has been deep. sung in the <laughs> cathedral. Well, I, uh, I mean, there's so much history there. I looked into and. But I mean, this pod—that's that's not what we're about, right? So I went straight to Google reviews. Yeah, of the, <laughs> of the cathedral. Oh yeah, oh, I, uh, yeah. Uh, that is the two. My Google history was like Thomas Beckett, and then next to it, like Canterbury's dumbest criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I know which one I like. I more. was fighting the urge the whole time, but I have uh, so apparently there's three big scandals right now uh, in the reviews. One is. Apparently, you've got to pay money to even look at it from the outside. So it's £14 pounds to, <laughs> to, look, at to look at it, to be look at it from the outside, and you can't see it. I don't know if this Well, that's the tracks. thing. There's a big wall and a big gate, uh-huh. and then obviously there is like a turnstile going in. I wasn't aware. Look, put it this way. When you're a performer, you don't industry. This is McManus, round back. <laughs> so have us in the front of it. I would rather not disclose that. <laughs> but I've uh, been let through the back many times. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me, look, because it's kind of all the city has going for it. Yeah. I will also say, if you can't get in to pay to look at it, they're also, it's crawling with buskers. So mm. many of the people I went to school with who are still pursuing music careers can be found borderline begging out there. Oh, so. oh begging with a tune. So the, everyone's complaining about this. So that, you know, all the reviews are the same. Uh, but it's just as people often mention in the reviews in these categories, and there's so the other big issue was that it's currently under renovation, so people are paying fourteen pounds going in, then there's all this scaffolding. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so the what the big people often mention scaffolding, fee, ticket. Or shame. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lot of, yeah. it's a shame that I got to pay a ticket to see the scaffolding. But then Robert reviews at one star, 
Double boring, worse than Stonehenge. Worse. <laughs> I, I always imagine, like, if you're going to leave a Google review, I just envisage these are people who've made like a pilgrimage from the other oh, side yeah. of the world well, just to see. Well, the this Canterbury is Catherine Cathedral. Ambrose. Um, only access by paying huge amount. It's fourteen pounds, Catherine. But uh, <laughs> did not even get into the precinct before paying, so did not go in at all. This is after travelling halfway around the world. <laughs> so Catherine legged it halfway around the world and was like fourteen pounds. I think not. Wait, uh, she probably had the wrong she, currency she on it. Like <laughs> Paid it and then was so upset she didn't walk through the turn. No, no, she said, you're not allowed to go in. Only access by paying a huge amount. So oh, she was man. furious. So she went, do your research before you go. Yeah, do you imagine yeah, on yeah. like a Good Friday, you walk in and on the scaffolding, there's just a construction work. <laughs> 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 the cross formation. <laughs> I'd pay £40 to see that. I don't know about you. Absolutely. Yeah. But that, it, I mean, there's, there's a, it seems to be the big focal point of the town. But is it, did you get up to any mischief there? 16 year old sort of. Uh, well, yeah. If you want to graffiti it, that's twenty pounds. <laughs> You're gonna leave your mark. Um, not really. I was strictly business when mm. I went to the cathedral. You know, <laughs> a performer through and through. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's like when LeBron James when he went to Miami, he was like, "I'm taking my talents to South yeah. Beach." That was yeah, me. It's like right. Miami's a great place to live, but that's not where I'm there. And I'm you, taking my talents. And you got your team together, the choir, correct? The best yes. players from all. I was <laughs> at the front. I chose to believe that meant I was the most important member of the choir. Shortest was also a term. Up for grabs. Yeah. It was that, um, but yeah, I mean, there wasn't, I, I do have, if you want to discuss mischief, yes. there is an interesting note about Canterbury, which I'm interested to know if, if that's still true. Um, but the cathedral with that comes the city wall, which as you enter the front way, you can kind of see it. It's beautiful brick. And then the rest of the city, it's all rubble. It's, mm. it's not there anymore, but it's sort of spiritually still there yeah, in right. that you can't have nightclubs within the city walls. Wow, the issue okay. being the entire city is within those walls. Right. right. Okay. So illegal nightclubs only. Right. Okay. That's which, which the near the cathedral is a Cuban-themed restaurant called The Cuban. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. By night, they don't disclose. By day slash early evening, Cuban restaurant. Mm. Right. Then maybe they move the tables. <laughs> 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 wow. Then maybe a DJ sashes over to the, the corner of the room. And then underage people just get really drunk and dance there. And so yeah. in terms of my relationship with mischief and the city in general mm -hmm. would be there despite not having had a drop of alcohol because I didn't have a fake ID. And so I would go in restaurant hours right. <laughs> and they would say, do you have a booking? I said, no, I ate before I came. Mum has food. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> supping on a glass of your finest tap water <laughs> until my friends arrive. And that, um, that cathedral, I think, is the same one that famously the gay the Archbishop of Canterbury, probably the, the most famous one. Is it still Rowan Williams? Thomas, don't know, yeah. Uh, he was succeeded by Thomas Beckett oh, or, right. or vice versa. But this Thomas Beckett bloke was the, I don't know if he was the dude that the Pope sent over. Or no, but, that was some other. But he was like the, the big, like a big deal, um, the Archbishop of Canterbury. And they had like ri rivalries with other archbishops in other parts oh, of, of right. like of England. bitchy business, you know? Yeah. And that's what it seemed like. Cause he had a relationship with King Henry the second and he eventually got sent away and they were like, they were tight as, but he like backstabbed him. And then King Henry like sent four knights to murder him yeah. in this thing. And he became like canonized, right? I, oh. I vaguely remember this from history class, yeah. which I never thought I would have to recall again, but that sounds, <laughs> sounds bang on, mate. <laughs> He's actually sick because like, it turns out like he was just uh, Henry II's like mate. At first, like Henry was like a noble and he was not so much. So he was Vinnie Chase and this is like... Yeah, the, he's... 
Probably tur- maybe more of a turtle than okay, an E. Right. So oh, no, a but he, no, he's an E. He's working hard. Like, but sorry, this is an With with no element of irony whatsoever, I just Krasinski to the camera. Just there. <laughs> 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 I, should I was like, "You're kidding." <laughs> We're not doing the office. We're doing entourage. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, so Becker's a merchant's son, and like, uh, he was like, he was a bit of a rabble rouser. As a young man, did you like did you see yeah. that, Drew? Um, I didn't honestly. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the rabble rousing section on Wikipedia. <laughs> I missed that one. Controversies. I guess, I guess uh, uh, Drew thought stabbing someone four times was plenty rabble to be roused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we get to the rabble. Uh, uh, there's more, but like, so they Henry and him fast mates. They play chess. They go hunting together. Uh, it, uh, people said they had one heart and one mind, the two of them. And, this and so, Brokeback Mountain, what's going on? They're in <laughs> love with each other? Yeah, he said, he was like, Oh, I wisheth I could quit you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then spat into his hand. <laughs> That's no. the second Heath Ledger film we've mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Never forget. <laughs> um, so at 21, Henry becomes a king and Beckett becomes his like chancellor and they work really hard and like, um, to bring law and order to the realm, which is like, quite chaotic at the time yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) and so like during henry's reign like um legal terms like trial by jury became familiar in english language because like they kind of brought it forth and the exception to this was the church who were kind of like we make our own fucking rules all right Mm. and so priests like uh could like rape or murder people and then, like the Jesus. church would come and the, like, an the church would come and like maybe delete your internet history after <laughs> <laughs> this one. Mate. The church would basically protect them and say this has benefited clergy. A lot's changed, basically. Right. Uh, okay. A church these days would yeah. never protect a no, rapist not priest. A Jesus. And so, basically, King Henry's a bit pissed off with this church. He's like, "All right, we're trying to instill law and order." Bum bum. And <laughs> we got the, yeah yeah we got this church here and they're displaying a criminal intent <laughs> and so basically the church is kind of exploiting their power even though they have sworn loyalty to the king mm-hmm. and so basically the archbishop of Canterbury dies Henry sees an opportunity he's like all right I'll get my mate to do this and he promotes him and he's like together we'll kind of like take down the church from within. Yeah, basically right, okay. uh, the only problem is as soon as Thomas Beckett puts on those gorgeous robes he becomes a super devout Christian oh wow. <laughs> having yeah. previously paid 14 pounds <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> which is a lot of money back then <laughs> and then how much are the robes you know yeah. <laughs> so he's magical. basically like I'm born again He's had a religious conversion. He stops agreeing with Henry and all this stuff. He's like, if anything, the church should have more power. And wow. Henry's like, God damn it, I put you in here. And he's like, don't say God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> this is all legitimate stuff. I read it in Alex's screenplay. Okay. <laughs> so basically, like, Thomas spent, uh, like, they got in an argument, basically, and some harsh words were exchanged, among them whoremonger and bastard, Uh-oh, and oh then no. Thomas makes a strategic withdrawal to France. He spent six years there, and he's just, like, <laughs> preaching. Great strategy there. Yeah. Six years. <laughs> I think it took six years for you to say It's called building suspense <laughs> and scrolling down to the interesting yeah, part. okay. <laughs> so he's there for six years, and he's, like, <laughs> six years. And he's, uh, Thank you. He's spending his time in France fucking being like, the church rocks, dude. God damn Henry, he's yeah. a he's an idiot. He's Gosh a poo poo head. Please. Yes, sorry. And so apparently like Henry becomes so mad, uh 
when he hears of Thomas like making outbursts about the King of England, he is said to have uttered the faithful words like, will no one rid me of this turbulent priest? And oh. in his earshot were four knights who were like, oh yeah, that means kill him. Yeah. So wow. they Loud went and, clear, and murdered him. It would be like being like, if at work today, I was like, oh man, so many papers. I fucking hate my boss, wish he was dead. And the person next to me was like, all right, loaded a gun up. Yeah, right. And just went for it. Don't do that. In a, fu- in a full suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, four, these four people, probably not the brightest bulbs, take his words at face value and kill him. But also, mm. if you're a knight, what else are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're not stabbing, you're sitting around Use listening to the king. Sword, dude. Like, you you, you carry a sword around. One of them was probably the like, you had me at whoremonger. <laughs> <laughs> I will visit this man. Yeah. So basically after that, he immediately becomes canonized. And then all yeah. these people like worship him. And there was almost like there was a cult around him in the, like directly after he That's was That's what the, the classic, um, that Chaucer, the Canterbury Tales. Yeah is a bunch of people going on pilgrimage to go see this dude. And apparently all these unscrupulous monks, which I fucking love these guys, people would come to the shrine, come to the, the, the shrine or whatever to worship. And because he was supposed to be this miracle worker, all these monks would sell this like shit that was, that they told people was a mixture of his blood and water. And they were like, this will cure whatever ails you. Yeah, it's 14 right. pounds. It's yeah. like, <laughs> like bootleg Simpsons merchandise. From back Pretty in much. The day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. I just all I hope is that this trajectory leads us to 2006 when I move there. A certain pilgrimage <laughs> from. I'm pretty. I believe that's when you became the Archbishop of Banterbury. Oh <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> then I said, I wish I could kill my boss. <laughs> Needless to say, they obliged. Uh, can I? I'll, I can I just tack on one story which I I read roughly around the same. I don't know if it's the same time, but similar sort of. Uh, dramas uh with the church etc was um so what i can gather that canterbury was the the scene of the very first ever how dare you ban christmas controversy right oh, really? yeah so this was uh, not, uh 1648 the puritans that's uh, early yeah yeah so they were like i don't think mariah carey's all i want for christmas <laughs> yeah, 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 no. uh so the puritans were like hey we got to get rid of christmas because it's catholic holiday and this is after the reformation they're like it's catholic we can't have that anymore and everybody loved christmas obviously it was a bit different back then but in Can- in canterbury they had christmas um, which was basically just everyone just shut up shop for the day, right? That, that was the main thing. So the mayor goes around and is like, we got a ban, fucking Christmas. Everyone open your, your shop. This is bullshit. Starts like hitting everyone. And the crowd turn and riot against the fucking mayor. And they're like, fuck this shit. You can't ban Christmas. You, you know, Fox News, all that shit. So they're just going mad. <laughs> and then the mayor's like cracking the shits. And then all the townspeople get together. They, they, they charge at the mayor. They knock him over. And then they run away because all the mayor's guards come. Guess what, get what they do after that? To protest... They get a couple of the old pig bladders out and play a massive game of football. Yeah. And it's a huge big town demonstration. And uh, so th- it says these were the days when football was unconstrained by pitches and rules. So it's very similar to us. <laughs> they uh, they kick g- it into the net. Yeah, a game. Yeah, uh, needless to say, uh, uh, Gladys, she quit. Yeah. <laughs> we ga- got to her first. A game uh, could, uh, could bend its righteous way around the whole town. So it, basically in- it usually involved most of the population whether they wanted to take part or not. So it was just 100 people running around. So with like a, a bull like, run. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 just yeah. kicking pig's bladders around and they were char- crowds were charged around Canterbury shouting conquest conquest while they were kicking the ball <laughs> and so that was the protest and then they allowed them to have Christmas from that point on 
There you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow, so what did Christmas look like for you, Freddie? <laughs> Dude, riots in the streets. <laughs> I can see Freddie chanting, chanting conquest, conquest, yeah. as he yep. dribbles the ball past the whole fucking team yeah, on a it. Monday, Arvo. Maybe, uh, maybe when we bought the tree, that was a hell of a conquest. I'll yeah. tell you what. You just cut one down over there, you know? Oh, They're all around. Sort of, is it a very picturesque sort of area? Well, I lived in like... Full disclosure, I lived in a village outside of Canterbury, mm. which is like a half-hour drive. It's very remote. But I think as this came up in George's episode, they're so fucking close, to, right? You know, everything's so close together. The, it's close together, but it's also like so remote and hilly that mm. it's like there's only one. So there was one bus from the village to the city, and it went three times, did like three round trips. Once for like the early school run. Once towards the end of the day when the kids are leaving school and then once in the middle of the day where the old people get to go in oh, and come back. Not even a Cuban run in the middle of the night. <laughs> Dude, if you, you go to the Cuban, you're like, I'm sleeping in a bush somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I'm getting home. <laughs> no, there's like four taxis in the entire place. Yeah. It like has a village, the, the sort of logistics around what you do are very much like you're in a village, but technically the amenities like are that of, you know, they have a, a Debenhams. So Ooh. like- What's you know, a Debenhams? It's a store. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. It, it, it's look. I, I wish I'd been around at that time. I I, I dare say that uh, I would have played a bit more football. I played down the road from. Um, we had a vicarage hill, was where I lived, and at the bottom of the hill, uh, there was a big field with two proper goals. Mm. It was like a big commodity for our village. Is we had proper football goals, no net. But you had like right, the full right, bar set yeah. up. And like, I'm going to describe them now affectionately as soon to be convicts later in life. <laughs> <laughs> but these like older kids who were enormous co opted me and my friend Ellis to play with them like every Sunday because we were small and young and like quick. Yeah. So they would just like push us over. They, funnily enough, referees didn't come down to <laughs> part by it, It's post net referees, yeah. right? So you were and they would they one. would fucking two foot us into another village and they were <laughs> conquest, conquest. <laughs> and it was it was rough as guts. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the pig splatter thing is is. It, uh, that lasted for like a long time. You'd say that was like in the 1600s? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were playing football in like the 1800s, they're still using the pig's bladder. Oh, <laughs> Surely well, isn't that crazy? Like, how circular do you get this pig's bladder? Or is it just <laughs> flopping around? That's why like, like 300 people have to play so no one notices that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You could be playing for an hour and a half and be like, I haven't seen the ball yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it probably was a rugby ball, right? Like, I mean, no, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it it sounds like weird shape. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't think they were really, I mean, not. I'm assuming the pitchers weren't, Fucking up the snuff either. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Well, I don't the who's yeah. the guy? Who's the fucking dork who decides that's going to happen? Like, okay, guys, only 22 people can play yeah, yeah, on yeah. one field. I we're going to make lines and, that, and we're going to take this shit serious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that would be next, one of my relatives. Yeah. Yeah. He's next to die after the mayor, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. when they're like the first man through the wall gets all the cut, gets yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bloodied yeah. up? Like, I would say the first 20 people to suggest football as we know it now are were dead on a rifle. What about colored <laughs> cards? Yellow and a red one yeah. if you're really naughty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine substitutes. Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, you show it. up, I'm going to play football. It's like, well, technically I'm not. I'm going to sit at the side and watch other people kick the bladder of a pig. <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. Damn. I mean, that, oh, well. so the, I found, uh, I found a great, Local, so you, know, you said from a town outside where uh, Canterbury was. Uh, this guy, he's from a town outside of it as well, Snodland. Do you know Snodland? 
I don't. There okay. are a lot of there are all Classic lots of towns. villages, a lot Classic of yeah. British. He was man. a so <laughs> this guy cracks me up, but he um he is a famous uh, UK musician. He was the first ever and the most successful reggae artist in the history of the UK. <laughs> and he's yes. a fat white guy <laughs> called Alexander Minto Hughes, but his stage name was Judge Dredd. Which actually inspired the, the comic, comic as opposed no to the way. other way around. So this guy's name was Judge Dredd and he was a reggae did, artist. Like have dreads. Did he have dreads? Yeah. No. Judge Dreads. I no. was gonna say you said trial by jury was established in Canterbury, and then the judge is finally <laughs> yeah. we waited centuries. So that's Judge Dredd. Oh right? fuck. He's yeah. a big fat guy. He was a He uh, looks like So he was a bouncer, right? He and he was a, a bouncer. Like yes. He was a bouncer at reggae clubs and he uh Cubans. So, yeah, so I mean, so he was born in Snodland, and um, anyway, Snodland, yeah, maybe Snodland. So he uh, basically he had the most UK chart hits in reggae, more than Bob Marley. <laughs> this is fucking insane. This is it gets better though because he had, he also has another record, which is he had the most ever uh, UK. Yeah, the most uh, songs banned from the BBC, okay. and now you'll probably. F- Figure it out why when I start uh, oh, reading no. some of the names of the songs. Uh, I'm going to play you a song in a minute, and it's called Up With The Cock, uh, and it's by Judge Dredd. Uh, Are you sure it isn't Up With D-Cock? No, <laughs> Up With The Cock. Up With Duck. Uh, so you guys can – can you turn up the Bluetooth a little bit? Of there, course. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're playing up with the cock, of course. We're playing <laughs> up with the cock. We reserve uh, this. We're up with the that cock. shit up, yeah. This is Judge Dredd, Up With The Cock, 1977. <laughs> Not bad. You listen to this guy. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That yeah. I know a girl who works on the farm. If you listen to me, I'll tell you a yarn. Always asleep. Oh, God, it's pretty. At six on the dots, it's up with the cock. Up with the cock. Up with the cock. At six o'clock, it's up with the cock. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I love this song. I know. He has a second verse. Let's just play the second verse because it's almost as good. heard of jerseys. At seven's her first stick. She warms her hands to please the cows when she gives up pull on the tick. <laughs> I think this guy is trying to do double entendre. (laughs) So, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I just wanted to read off some of the other songs. So, he had 11 songs banned from the BBC. Was up with the cock one of them? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let that one pull on the tick, baby. He also, his other other songs, uh, uh, A Little Piece of Dinkle. Uh, Oh, oh, she is a big girl now. Um, Oh, that's good. Nine and a bit skank. I don't even know what the the bits are. I'm starting to think that because he worked the door for reggae shows, he combined. The music from inside with what people were saying. Yeah. Was like, Put out your tit, you skank. He's like, we, we mix some rhythm guitar from inside with this. It's we also, got ourselves it's a so hit. funny that this like a island genre of music from fucking Jamaica is. That's got to be the first time someone's mentioned milking a cow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, funnily enough, he actually he was a you know somewhat of an underground hit in the UK, but he also he also made the charts in Jamaica. And went to do tour there, and only when he turned up did everyone realize it was a fat white guy. What I would say is, that I, I would argue that they would feign interest in his music to get him to tour there, so they could beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it would be eleven things banned because of cultural appropriation, but BBC were like, no, 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 you can do that. I don't care about. And it. And also, the BBC at that point was showing like, are you being served? Yeah. Where it's like, oh my. 
my pussy is a, bit, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were doing that, but it's Maybe like when it comes should, to radio, yeah. it's business time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should give my cock a stroke. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> like, well, it was a, yeah, it was a big hit. So is he not considered? I know you said he's like one of Britain's most successful reggae artists, but do you know if are people like oh, it's like a parody act? Well, no, when I say that, I mean he had the most charted hits in the in the in the reggae genre, right? So that technically is reggae, but it, it's same as like the Crazy Frog would have been a fucking techno hit, right? Yeah. Like so, he had eleven hits in the somewhat of the charts. So I don't think anyone actually considers him. A legit right. artist. He's like the weird owl of British well, reggae. Sure. I do like as well how we've set this up where it's like I've talked about if you can get into the cathedral, it's the core music. If you're outside the gates, up with anything the goes. <laughs> up with the it's up with the cock. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we got nothing. It's, it's, but, it's uh, too extreme. The downfall and why I brought him up because he w- didn't live in Canterbury. He actually died in Canterbury. Oh, uh, no. Judge Shredder. He's repeat. dead? He's dead. Yeah. Just, so he was a big hit in the 70s and, and the 80s. He was playing at the Penny Theatre in Canterbury um, and he had a heart attack as he was leaving the stage. Oh, right. And every, he <laughs> collapsed to the side of stage. Everyone thought it was part of the act. Well, that's what happened with Tommy Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, the, that Have you seen the, oh, the Tommy that, Cooper that video? footage is haunting. I, but I'm almost jealous of how hard it's crushing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you got it, man. He dies in, I'm going to say it, rest in peace, in a really funny way. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like, he's got props. He's dropping them everywhere. Everyone's like, oh, Tommy. And, yeah, he, you like, old goose. And he kind of has the one foot hanging with the curtain as well at the yeah, end. Like, wild. he's a fucking physical comedian to the end. Also, I like go. with like. Have you, guys, have you guys not seen that footage? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. So Let's play it now. <laughs> I feel like when Judge Dredd like collapses side of stage, everyone's like, "Wait till six a.m. He's bang up with the yeah, cop." Yeah, 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 exactly. So at that point, well, what point is like the guys from the two thousand AD comic being like, "All right, we're gonna name like a fascist military cop." After so can you this explain? Can you explain the Judge Dredd? Oh, so Judge Dredd, the comic book character, is right. a van, like. It's a very fat one, probably one of England's most famous mm. comic books. Oh, uh, two thousand AD, not the Beano. Oh, well, the Beano would probably be up there too. I sense it's different to Judge Dredd. Please continue. Yeah, they're, they're very different in tone. <laughs> okay, there's like, but some like really famous like comic book writers wrote for two thousand AD, which was like it was essentially like an anthology series of like set in the future. Like known for like hyper violence, Judge Dredd like was one Blade of the most. Runner style. Yeah, of, Judge Dredd, one of the more oh. famous characters, brought to life by Sylvester Stallone in the nineties, oh, yeah. and then again by Carl Urban in mm. the. So they were all named 2010s. after because I assumed he'd just gone. Oh, I'm Judge. That's a different. I'm the same guy. I'm a cool comic book guy. You know, Magneto, but he's got an at symbol for yeah. the A, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. But he was, no, they they copied off him. So, um, uh, yeah. I imagine, like, Stallone gets the role and he's like, should probably do some research. Judge Trent comes to like, oh, up with the oh, oh, again. Oh, oh, oh. And we're ready, up with, pull on the tin. <laughs> <laughs> i got another um, uh, controversy that it actually it combines a comic book character and stuff getting banned, which is a oh, no. two I know. UK oh, tradition. Oh, God. Is really? by any chance going to be Rupert? Bear. It is, yes. <laughs> Rupert Bear, I know. So you, everyone knows Rupert Bear, oh. right? You've seen, you're, you're familiar with the character. <laughs> Consider me humble. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard a single reference. Like, I'm supposed to know who fucking Thomas Beckett is. <laughs> and who stabbed him. Now I'm like, I actually know Rupert Bear. Get R- shot Rupert down. Bear I love is, Rupert Bear. It's a, He's adorable. But it's a, like a, car, it's so, a yeah, cartoony basically thing, right? The, like um, a Paddington Bear style. Yeah, and yeah. the lady who created him is a, uh, she's a Kent native. I think a Canterbury native. And she um, basically there was this big scandal in the seventies with his ma- magazine called Oz, which I think was like in the vein of like Private Eye in the nineties and stuff, just a right. real countercultural, very like irreverent magazine. Oh. And they 
put together this issue called it was a school kids edition where they like literally were like we're sick of doing this magazine any anyone in high school come the issue is yours Uh-oh. and so a bunch of these kids like 17 18 year olds from different schools in the area came and just raided the office and they were talking about how like and these like the guys who ran the magazine were in their 20s and 30s like mid 20s early 30s and then there were like these 18 year old kids were like so we can just do whatever we want and they're like get yeah, it we'll put it out and one kid uh got a uh, a cartoon um from the artist robert crumb who's oh, famous man, yeah um and he put rupert into it and basically rupert Fucks this old lady. Is <laughs> <laughs> he can't quite get it in there. It's it's if you see it, it's oh, very. I'll find like, if there's a Judge Dredd song title. I got Granddad's flannelette nightshirt, but we can <laughs> yeah. change that. Uh, well, but yeah, so Rupert, try, this lady is implied that she's just like laying on the ground. Rupert uh, like lifts her dress, tries to fuck her. His dick goes all like bent because he can't get in there. Oh, so he li- runs back. Tells all his time. Ta- cause she, <laughs> and then it turns out she's a virgin. So he takes a long run. <laughs> Oh, the man. old lady's a virgin. Yeah, well, so I don't know if it's old lady. Six-part panel. Well, it says or? Rupert's. It's called the the first panel. It says Rupert finds Gypsy Granny. So I get that's why I thought she was an old lady. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, roll the tape. You said old lady for sure because it stuck in my mind. I'll never forget it. It starts with yeah. She, he finds this granny, and he literally like. Fourth panel is him going charge with a big boner, and then he. Oh my lord! I thought it was just one still comic of him having sex with someone. But fourth panel, like (laughs) panels one to three, I can only imagine things escalated quickly. (laughs) (laughs) My god, it gets worse and worse. And it's a six-panel comic, but it was the um, six panels. The subject of like a full-on obscenity trial. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, it was like the one of the biggest obscenity trials where they were like. Uh, had hauled before court and eventually I think I, f- I, I don't know if you know much anything about it this actually wasn't the Rupert Bear scandal I was thinking of oh shit oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert's been in but, some scrapes man. but I, I have I have heard of this yeah so was it is it is it um so the Robert Crumb thing was a separate he drew a gross comic and they just stuck him onto it well yeah they, it's like they yeah they combined two like a right. drawing of his with their own comic idea and made Rupert and they were 17 year old kids yeah it's Jeez. pretty fucking like. It's crazy. what we would do if they were like, you can just make a comp. Like, if yeah. we got an access to an issue of like, I don't know, like kids on there, like you guys can guest edit it. We'd probably be like, all right, well, I'm going to draw someone with a boner. I was looking for the point at which you and I differ, Jamie. That is the point right there. <laughs> I would remain faithful to the narratives <laughs> they had set up As prior to my yeah, stewardship. I would say I'm lucky enough. This is like the Tonight Show. It's like Jamie, a tradition. Jamie talks a big game. Yeah, He's yeah. not drawing a card. Uh, mate, Come on, on kids. As if, the creator of uh, the Coxmoker, I reckon I would get, get a couple of dicks into this episode. We're fucking Michael O'Donoghue. You're the sanitized SNL, you're saying. We're leaders. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so out of touch The light just came out of Freddy's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, I've, this... I've, I've been called hack in many imaginative ways before. That is by far the weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What was yours, Rupert scandal? Oh, mine, like, it wasn't a scandal at the time. Because... <laughs> yeah, imagine if it's like his is just, he stole a sandwich at a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a scandal at the time, but there is a very racist Rupert book that you can find the title of. Uh, this poor fucking cartoon. That uh, that well, that the actual old lady wrote. 
like right. because she oh, was an okay. old racist British lady, and now like it's kind of like so do you guys like, remember she like, was but, the granny that he fucked. yeah, and like it it does not hold. <laughs> I just I can't. Jesus Christ, I'll never forget but, panel four. Charge. <laughs> Man. He's got a big burner. I'll, so, um, I'll show, send you guys the video. yeah. So it doesn't hold up now, and I think it's extremely rare. It's like um you know that Tintin book where he goes to the Congo and for mm-hmm. yes. so it was like officially the first Tintin book, and but like for the longest time it was only available in French because like it was too racist to publicize like in English. Right. Right. Oh, French nice. loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now you can get it. It's in like uh it's in bookstores in How Australia. How would you know? James, James, got a, <laughs> James got a Google alert for Tim Tim goes to Congo English edition. Phone finally goes off. Oh yes, it's here. I, I, I actually have the French edition of it. <laughs> oh my lord. I'm a, I have the complete collection of Tintin. I like Tintin. Um but especially yeah. when he heads to the Congo area. <laughs> it is pretty sad because like you mean so the like was it the the ladies' views were okay at the t- not okay but like accepted at the time and doesn't hold up. Yeah, or yeah, I think it's she a was, secret thing she had. I, no, no, no. Life. I think it, it's a public book, and I think that it was borderline at the time, and now yes. it's very far past That's what, the borderline. It's sad when it happens because, like, you know, Roald Dahl, like, yeah. he's a bit of an anti-Semite. Oh yeah, and uh, I used to love his books, and I'd read even his autobiography. He still yeah. rocks. And like, then the you're just reading about I can't remember what passage, but he starts to be like these. Change the giant network of globalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember just being a kid, like, that was a bit weird. (laughs) Guys, all I'll say when it comes to this stuff is uh, in the court of public opinion, I'll only listen if Judge Dredd is presiding. (laughs) (laughs) Order. order, And you know he's using a squeaky hammer. (laughs) (laughs) I hammered her down like this. Do you guys know what the Beano is? The no, I didn't reference that. The Beano uh, and the Dandy. Yeah. Uh, I'm at about 15 references I haven't caught this, this whole episode. Dude, I'm still home. riding high on Rupert Bear. There have been eight since then. I'm like, Tintin went to the Congo? Like, I'm way behind. So the Beano is like one of, uh, along with the Dandy, is like one of England's like most like beloved kids' comic books. So I was a subscriber. Give me a, I was a subscriber to the Beano too. Give me a too. comparison when you uh, say kids' books. It's kind of like it's like an anthology, and it's got like different Garfield. characters. And like the Mister? characters every week is the same run of so there'll be a comic strip for each of your favorite characters: Dennis the Menace, Minnie the Menace, and we're talking Roger Dennis, the Dodger. And we're talking British Dennis the so Menace. So Beano was yes. a was a Black, Dennis the Menace, or hair, it, yep. it was a book. Beano was a character. No, no, Beano is the name the of the Beano book. The Beano is the name of the, the book. Uh, gotcha. It's like a collection of the comics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, it's, okay. and it's like... Dennis and Menace is probably the flag Like Mad comic Magazine style or something. Kind like. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the then it had like the Bash Street kids who yep. were like a bunch of like shitty... Billy Wiz. Yeah, he was super fast. He was. It was It was kind of contentious at no, a point Fred, where Freddy's they... like, not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were implying like when I was reading it that he was faster than the then 100-meter Olympic champion, <laughs> Murray right. Screen, where it's like they just... Get like they again probably not drawn particularly favorably. Yeah, yeah they yeah, just yeah. get like the Olympic champion at that time to be like, oh, Billy. And I they went to Maury's screen and he said, I never said any of this. I said Billy, Billy Wiz. So like English of. Dennis the Menace kind of like errs much t- from like instead of like the American lovable scamp. Yeah, no, he was he was a real like piece of shit. Hardened criminal. Like, yeah. Dude, he's going to the Yeah, and he literally like six him on the postman. The postman's just doing his job, and right. Dennis is like, "You're gonna bite the shit out of this." Yeah, dude. like his ah. job, his idea of like a harmless prank is hurting people. Yeah, and like yeah. it is unlike the American one with a slingshot in his yeah. pocket. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, he had a slingshot. He just used it with actual like rock. You know what I mean? Right. He wasn't popping balloons. Dennis the felon, not fucking. And then who is the lead character of the dandy? Was 
was Desperate Dan. Desperate who Dan, was a man. guy with a gigantic he was a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he just needed <laughs> pussy it was real just, bad. It was just him in like the corner of the Cuban, like, <laughs> please. He was just checking his watch, yeah. like, I got an hour left. Yeah. Oh, oh God, I shouldn't have had that cured meat earlier. <laughs> but it was the only way I could get in. That he would eat cow pies. Yeah. Yeah, desperate Dan, and the horns would still be in it, which yeah. implies the head is all oh, the time the pie crust. Is that what desperate he was? I mean, he was just hungry? Cow pie, that's just I mean, a fucking beef pie. It's kind of like... Excuse you. It was referred to as a cow, a cow pie, pie, and that's how I understood it until I was 18 and ordered one at a Wetherspoons. Where, where the fucking horns, you say? Yeah, exactly. But that was good, like, when you're... Probably like five to six. That's what you read when you're English. Then you probably get into football. Try up. 14. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a probably to. I Because they used to release like annuals like yes. every year as well. They collected like a bunch of them in one like big hardcover book. So I, I read it. My sist- older sister, myself, and I don't think my younger brother really got into it, but my older sister and I would like take turns reading it. So when she stopped, I realized it was no longer socially acceptable for me to be reading them as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like my, my mom is a borderline horse. She probably still has some of the annuals. Like, is it okay if I throw yeah, these yeah, away? Yeah, 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 and now yeah. I've been here, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told this story, but my, my dad uh, growing up, him and his brother used to love mad magazines. And so I when I used to go see my grandma. She again had this massive collection of mad magazines from the fucking sixties and seventies. And me and my brother would read them, not getting any joke. Because it was just like all political stuff. <laughs> yeah. American. Oh, Walter Mondale. Was, was yeah. I'm like, this, this Nixon yeah. guy, I know. He's, he doesn't seem like he yeah. wants to be associated as a crook. I don't know. Spiro Agony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew all the names. And then even later, you'd watch The Simpsons, they'd throw out reference. I'm like, oh, that word makes sense. I don't know any so of these things. Did you like watch Frost Nixon and be like, oh, this is adapted from the Mad Magazine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Michael Sheen that. really disappears into the cartoon <laughs> that I remember. What's uh, the folding? Yeah, I, exactly. I used to read one as well. My mum must have got like a sort of budget version of all these old Scottish cartoons that were uh, in Scottish newspapers, which was like a family, but they were written in a Scottish accent. So it's like, get down and get your dinner. It was awesome. So it's like Scottish Twitter. Do you ever see like- Right, that, like- so that originated. I'm, f- I'm furious that people are going viral off this. This was like in the newspaper, they would just have like- the Scottish talk about when they, especially when they want their independence, and I'm sorry to get political. <laughs> but they talk about how like we wouldn't, have, you know, we've been the beast into a stereotype. It's like you read the paper, it's like, oh hey, the news. That's their biggest export is Scottish Twitter. Yeah. I want a vote. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could like, never sh- figure out if that was put on. I love I mean, it. That's it's how so, dumb so I am. So but like, or is that actually how they're chatting well, to each well, other? Well, this is the thing. Like, there's a a guy who plays for our beloved Liverpool Football Club, mm. Andy Robinson, who you can. Oh, Andy Robinson. Robinson. Sorry. Um, it, it's very clear that like he leans on it pretty heavy. Everyone's like, Robbo's so funny. Like they look yeah, at interviews yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But Scottish people watch it and be like, Andy, you are selling. This is a minstrel show. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. you're like a. Look, this is how you eat a pie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, like, oh my god, he's Andy. crocodile Dundee a little. Yeah. He kind yeah. of is. He's like but the fucking honey badger. Yeah, that was his whole shtick. Right, everyone has like, one. Be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, damn. Well, fuck the Scots then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not Andy Robertson. And I'll let her leave. There we go. Uh, I got one more uh, weird uh, 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 fucking, what do you call it? It's a tradition. I don't know if you guys know. I want to bring it up because I don't know if you guys know anything about this. Have you guys heard of hoodening? No. Okay, so it's an 18th to 20th century Christmas tradition. Why would you think we would know? (laughs) (laughs) Lead with the 18th to 20th century, then ask if we've heard of it. Okay, well, I'm saying 20th century, and it it was a Christmas tradition which sort of formed into other things as well, but it's called hoodening. 
And um, sounds very KKK. It's very yeah. fucking weird. Sounds like when you charge at an elderly lady. Hood E N I N G. Sounds a bit like Panel Four, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so then, uh, so basically, a group of farm labourers would form into teams. They would they would make this. Okay, look at that. I don't even know what to explain that is. It's like a fucking pantomime sort of horse. Yeah. With a big cloak on it, they would uh, carry this hooded hooded. Like it's not even hooded; it's hoodened horse around from house to house, and then they would uh, expect payment for their appearance. <laughs> so they would carry this horse around from house to house, knock like on the that. door, and they would sing a song. Oh, here's the hooded horse. Anyway, where's our money? And that was so a Kent it's tradition. Half, dude, I love that. Yeah, yeah it's half like Halloween, half like caroling. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. I love the fact that it's immortalized in a word document that you. Can I? What's that document saved as? Like a Canterbury.docx. I'm going every up, baby. Oh, that's it. I have Canterbury JK right here. <laughs> I, I suppose I'm, I, this is where I feel inadequate as a, a guess. I suppose the gold mine is if I go to you. I went hoodening every year. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I had the photo. I got the hood. <laughs> I got through it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. At the end of the night of the Cuban, we did the old panel four treatment. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Do you know what I mean? Are there some guests who are like, I was that 17 year old kid? Like, yeah. Is that well, what you're hoping on? Well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, we led with Google reviews. So, you know, you've got to do a bit of history. But we just hope you the, killed uh, Thomas Beckett. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I, I wish I had. It sound, imagine like you're just with your boys, your three other mates. You spend the morning listening to the king, whatever he's saying, and then he just says one shred of something and you're like, "Yeah, that's our afternoon. And you know you're not in trouble because the king said it. Dude, exactly. Man, oh. and as I say, like they only had trial by jury like seven minutes. No <laughs> yeah. one's fucking showing up to that. <laughs> People now are like, jury duty, ugh. like when it barely exists. You're like, I'm just staying on the farm. All right, I'll so put the cock. I'm Sorry. deleting hoodening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't go for hoodening. I, I just uh, felt yeah. like I, I still don't, if you ask me to recite what it is, I could tell you horse. I could tell you carried. So I does say I just. I don't know if you guys know what this is because you're talking about Beano cartoons and shit. I'm like maybe you know about hoodening, but um, <laughs> the, 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 the Beano's from the eighties, the nineties. Well, it says although the practice is extinct, the present hoodening horse is incorporated into various Kentish mummers plays and Morris dances that take place at different times of the. Oh, Morris dancing! I know. Oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. How stupid of me to assume <laughs> that you know what hoodening is, but oh, the Morris dance, of course, the McManus <laughs> tradition. <laughs> Forgive me. All nonsense words. Yeah. Forgive me, mate. Maybe it's because I was dizzy swinging around the maypole, but I thought it was a real horse. <laughs> well, what is a Morris like, fucking dance? Like, what is a Morris? Oh, it's, uh, it's literally that. So you have like a maypole with like strings and everyone just skips around. Oh, I mean, that I'm mostly sense, observed. I would get very dizzy. Like some, there'd always be one kid. It's like, you know, the kid who, if you had to stand in assembly for long enough, one <laughs> would faint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Morris dancing is like a litter of dizzy children. I've just also like changed. hitting the deck left and right. It was like early UFC. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bruce Buffer was announcing it. <laughs> oh, no! I've also changed entirely to Alex's side now. After you were like, how am I supposed to know what hoodening is? And then you describe your childhood doing maypole. Yeah. You like, know the maypole with the flag yeah. and the flower? I'm like, no, I don't even know what a maypole fucking is. But the hoodening horse apparently is in that. So what? what is that like... So why would you do a Morris dance? What is that? So it's like a fate affair. Right. It's held okay. at a church or a primary school. Right. And then Which if you're in villi- like villages, that's what it's all about. Mm, like the, mm, it's the adults mm. trying to convert the children to these ancient traditions. And then the children just go, no, I want to play sing star at the youth club. Like every yes. Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. And so the sort of the, where they both meet in the middle is like big village fate annual. 
Traditions. Fucking here we go. We're whipping around. <laughs> like I always like there was there was enough kids who yeah got dizzy, couldn't hack it. Like it's tough work. Who like went away in the off season and they're like training. <laughs> they come back like they're like first team. Like because it's still now the way it's sort of set up. There'll be people who are now my age who like I would have when when I was young like watch them do it. Like they'll still be doing it now. They'll be wow. teaching their kids to do it. So it's actually quite a beautiful tradition. Okay. And then they will yeah, uh, carry a, <laughs> a horse costume <laughs> door to door. Dude, they just didn't make... I lived up the top of a hill. They probably just didn't make it to my door. <laughs> I'm sure it was creeping around there, the old... And the mummers play. I don't know what that is. But anyway, that, so that sounds like some sort of folk tradition that they did. And they... some So St. George slaying the dragon was a mummers play, right? So folk plays that we do in towns. It sounds like it's tapping on the same thing as you, as you mentioned. So that as you're in your little church, you're in the choir, you're doing the Morris dancing, you're not seeing any horses. I, I'm massively overstating my uh, involvement in Morris dancing, but yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys, I'm not sure about this when you were kids, Freddie, I assume you know, like, but pantomime is really big in England. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> He's behind you. Yes, yeah. it's me, yeah. Freddie McManus. <laughs> but like a lot of them, from where I was, like in Bromley, like the Bromley Town Centre, it would always be like pantomime season around Christmas, and it would always be some cunt from Neighbours who would come down. Dude, it's big. It's big money. Yeah, it's huge you money. Literally, literally mean there's TV show Neighbours. The yeah. TV show Neighbours. So someone from the cast of Neighbours would fly down, come on the stage show, essentially for children, and do like the pantomime thing where they'd be like, "I'm gonna get you," and like your job in the crowd is to be like, "He's behind." Yeah. He's yeah. behind. Like, my, the only thing I know about, like, my introduction to pantomime was a, they used to do yearly Big Brother pantomime. Do you remember? Oh, like, you the go. cast of Big Brother no. did a fucking pantomime so, at the end of the year, and it was the stupidest fucking if thing. If you've in seen the world. that Ricky Gervais show Extras, where, like, he's the he's written the sitcom that's really bad, yeah. and then obviously can't get other work based off that, and, like, go to the pantomime, that's the level of fame where it's like, you did one thing. Is it, the, and then is it's it like, like doing the RSL clubs? Exclusively as a yeah, comic. kind of yeah. It's but instead of sort of I don't know cigarette stained old men calling you a homophobic slur, <laughs> it's just children also calling you a homophobic <laughs> slur. <laughs> but what is the like the, the people pay for? There's a town put it on, I guess. Yeah, right? it's yeah, it's like, like a big show because it's, it's like, like a play. We, like, we don't see fucking. This dude from, I can't think of like an example of like a niche celebrity. I'm trying to be, think. But like, we don't see H from Steps very often. Yeah. Right. We don't see Rachel Stevens every day of the week I'm here at Stodmarsh. Judge Dredd is now dead. Yeah. <laughs> they can also just do a meet and greet. They don't have to do some stupid play. Well, I, I think. Right? Can you type in Judge Dredd pantomime, by the way? Because I guarantee he's been here. <laughs> <laughs> if he hasn't, I will eat my. I was going to say, you know um, who I think I've seen him one? The bloke who got married to Kylie Minogue on Neighbours. Oh, Jason Donovan. Yeah, I'm. Pretty Embarrassing, sure I know that. <laughs> I was so quick. I've, I've known two things. Rupert Bear, I had no idea what he'd done when I said I knew him. And now Jason Donovan. Oh, here, here you go. Jason Donovan makes his panto debut in Birmingham. So, yeah, he's what doing panto. Oh, the panto. I'm going to have a palmy and then a pa go watch yeah. the panto. So it's like it's like stuff like Goldilocks. <laughs> where I, like, and it's really hammy. Like The yeah. idea is to kind of play to the audience a lot. All my Google Judge Dredd pantomime results are getting corrupted <laughs> with uh, people set calling Stallone's performance pantomime. <laughs> in the I'm clapping again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Please don't do that. Please don't do that. 
man. That's that's. I mean, I get it. Like, there's a hundred percent going to be an Australian equivalent to how stupid that is. But I, I, to me, I'd see I those. Swear, like, man, I, maybe I'm misremembering, but I swear there's a Big Brother cast at least once doing the pantomime. Are you referring to the show itself? The show, Hammy. Too much stuff. Like, that's literally what the show is. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like a I modern day it, pantomime it was anyway. The era of like. Was Hot it dogs. Sarah? Oh, Sarah. Yeah. The bomb dance. You know the season of all the references I wouldn't guess. We are now at like the magnum opus of what I would not understand. Oh, man. Mean, bomb dance? Yeah, was just Sarah Marie. Call me when she's swinging around the mayo pole, mate. Until then, I don't yeah, want to hear it. I can it. see her doing panto. Probably Reggie Bird as well. Yeah, Reggie Bird. She was hilarious. She was also, like, am I the only one who's going to be looking up Judge Dredd on Spotify after this? Yeah, just to see if he's there. I got it stuck in my when head. When did he die? Oh. So, uh, in the early mid-80s, How did he die? He had a heart attack off stage. Oh, yeah, sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> no, we don't have to fucking go to that. Big <laughs> can we cover that again? again? <laughs> I mean, it can certainly play up with it's the, the reason. Again. It's the reason Thatcher got a second term. He would have been voted unanimously <laughs> to be prime minister. I got a guy from uh, the area. He's from he's from Kent, but it's like that's the county, right? Like County Kent is correct. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a dude, Marcus Sargent, and it was something I had no idea about. He so in 1981, the Queen of England, Mm-mm. familiar, she had. I haven't heard. Of <laughs> <laughs> and I've been watching The Crown recently, so I'm very. Oh, Very who hard. can't wait for the season of the crown where Judge Dredd gets his knife? <laughs> 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 up, with sword, up with the sword! Up with the sword! She turns on the radio, it's up with the cock. She's like, oh, this society's gone to the planet. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, this is reggae. I like it. <laughs> this, this slaps, dear. <laughs> and you say he's a white gentleman. <laughs> Prince Philip's like, I hope so. Oh, yeah. oh rest in peace. No, no, no. Uh, uh, oh, Marcus Sargent. R.I.P. Um, to a real one. I love Prince Philip on the crown, by the way. Yeah, um, Marcus Sargent, he's from uh, Folkestone in Kansas. Oh, Folkestone, that's, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. So he's Played in, them at cricket several times. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. You might have you might have come up against this guy. Actually, All probably right. not. This was way before your time. <laughs> 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 it's on the episode until that. It's like in 1897, <laughs> he, he stabbed his neighbor over a... When, they, when, they, played, when they played cricket with a robin's egg yeah. or something like that. <laughs> The audience. Yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea. I'd never heard of this. But in 1981, she had two assassination attempts in one year. And he was with the first one, this Marcus Sargent guy. And his was kind of. Hold on. The Queen was pretty assa- assassinated? Attempts? attempts yeah, okay. twice. Did you, like, I had no fucking clue about no this. Oh, no, I've tried, mate. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just waiting a few years. <laughs> Some bloke at the pub's like, this old bitch needs to be shot. He's like, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. oh, right under it. Four best mates. <laughs> Killing the Queen with the boys. <laughs> he, ba- he basically, this his was the first attempt and it was pretty lame. So he, um, he, he tried to source a gun from... Multiple like places. <laughs> Couldn't get one. Uh, he tried to find ammunition for his father's revolver. Couldn't find any of that. So his, his dad had a gun the whole time. Yeah, well, yeah, but this guy just can't fucking buy a bullet. He can't find a gun. He, More like Marcus Private. Am I right? Some, yeah. He took some photos. <laughs> Look at me, Andrew. He took some <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. More like Marcus Private. Is that written down there? I like, I like that. Um, he took some photos of himself. Uh, with 
his dad's gun and sent him to magazines like, I'm going to kill the fucking queen. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get some bullets, get by the way, can anyone help me? And out? he goes, he sent a letter to the Buckingham Palace that said, Your Majesty, don't go to the Trooping the Colour ceremony because there's an assassin set up to kill you waiting outside the palace. Uh, so cut to the uh, cut to the <laughs> tree. He, could, he couldn't get in, it's 14 pound entry. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. He's just being fair to her to give her a heads yeah. up. You know? Dude, like, but also <laughs> sneaky because she he knows she'd never read the magazines. Yeah, you know what I mean? She's true. flipping through the Beano like no regicide attempts there. <laughs> the, Dennis the Menace would though. And then and then smash cut to the troop in the colour. And the queen, she rides out on a horse, 81. She's still young and sprightly. Dude, so she shows Hold up. On. That's some cold shit. Yeah, yeah. Nine, she knows she about it. She's like, him. She's like, she's I like dare to show I'm up. bringing a horse and it's a real one. We aren't in Kent anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's Night's Tale. Kill me, bitch. She comes <laughs> out. She comes out of, the, of, the, of Buckingham Palace. She's riding a 19-year-old horse, Damn. which is Is that old for It's horse? an old horse. Um, I think so. Probably. I don't know. Um, it's an old sure dog. Carry the that's fucking queen. That's where. That's, that's where so my, funny. my mind went. So, like, yeah, Betsy's like, if so she was riding a nineteen-year-old dog, bad news for that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. What? How many years per leg do you get? This? But basically, what he ended up doing was he just he he, he sourced a starting pistol with blank bullets. <laughs> that's oh. awesome. Dude. And took six shots, six blanks, and it's to to scare the horse to knock her off. That was he was going to Christopher oh, Reeve. Man, and like he, a rune goblin. Oh, so so. That was intentional. Yeah. Like he knows it's well, a starting all, gun, and that's how he's. That's all he could do. Right. And, and that's that not was, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's also Dude, it's weird. if it works. Ability. Don't tell me that's not weirdly brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's well, like you're could, a hero. He could probably deny that he meant to kill her, except that he sent her a letter saying, "I'm going like, to kill her." This horse is 19. I want to see just how fast they can go. Yeah, that's like yeah. telling the judge, "Don't look at the next page," and it's all stick figure drawings of him killing the queen <laughs> yeah. with a big smile. On his oh, face. Only in panel four. Though. Yeah. Panels one to three. He's just judge. Conquest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a lot of callbacks. So he, he had the gun. He turned up. As soon as he did, as soon as he fires the shots, literally the crowd, the guard, everyone kicks the shit out of him. Of course. <laughs> it's also, it's a 19-year-old horse that's probably deaf. You know what I mean? It's totally like... Yeah, it just keeps trotting just along like unbothered. Shit. Um, but basically, because like there was an attempt... Well, John Lennon got killed in 80. Then there was an attempt on the life of Reagan, that um, Hinckley bloke in 81. And there was an attempt on John Paul II in 81. He was like... He, he, he was like a trend follower, you know. He They arrested him. They were like, why'd you do it? And he literally said, uh, he, this is a quote from him. He goes, um, <laughs> I wish I could find the quote. <laughs> he goes, I wanted to be famous. I wanted to be somebody. He literally yeah. was just like, these guys are getting famous shooting someone. That's else. how you top them all, though, the <laughs> queen. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Damn. But the second one is potentially more interesting. This is a New Zealand dude who, um, this is later in the year, Queen survived um, the first attempt. October that year, 81, she goes to New Zealand just on like a gallivanting around the world doing queen queenish things. On the same horse? I imagine so, yeah. Galloping <laughs> o- over the Pacific yeah. Ocean. Um, but this dude was like a bit more serious. He had a gun. He f- like planned it. He was like, just this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's not scorching. This guy really meant it. Like he has a gun with bullets. <laughs> Would you believe he did not send her a letter warning? <laughs> But the the strangest part about this story is um is that the guy basically he sets he, like he sets himself up like the JFK assassin dude uh gets her in the scope takes a couple of shots and he misses like misses but the loud bang everybody hears around and they're like what the fuck is that oh the old sergeant right? <laughs> <laughs> the loud the sergeant bang is your weapon of choice and um all 
or the police basically told journalists that it was a uh, the noise was called caused by a sign falling down. Like they were like, no, 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 there's no gun, no gun here. Yeah, the, the eight bullet holes in that sign yeah. suggest otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what happened was the New Zealand police were so embarrassed about like an assassination attempt on the Queen, and they thought it would you know, bode poorly for future royal visits that they covered the entire thing up. This was in 1981. It only uh, became like only came to light in 2018. What? Wow. So he actually shot a bullet at her. He shot so a bullet at her, and they were like, "What the fuck was that? That sounded like a gun." And they're like, "Nah, it's a sign." So he shot a bullet. Everyone looked around, and then he went, "Well, I better go home." Like, how did? Or did they catch him when they caught? Um, like, I think the police caught him, uh, but he but was like far it. away. It was like, and and you've been arrested for the crime of knocking over a sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they they charged him with um, public possession of a firearm and public discharging of a firearm, and he was pissed off because that were he goes only two charges. What fuck? If the bullet hit her, would it be treason? Like he wanted the he again wanted the infamy and the fame, and they were yeah. like, no, 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 just just uh, discharging. Can they take your? It'd be weird though if you were like, no, I want to like stay low key. Like I want to keep the life the way it is now. I want to shoot the queen and still like live my normal life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he was in jail, and like, so the they family. were like, you know, the the New Zealand police were so like intent on being like New Zealand's safe for royals, especially royals. Like we're not going to assassinate Dude, but they anybody. They started sending Diana after that. Just yeah, oh, okay, mm. Queen had something. Mm. Wasn't um, Diana's bodyguard a? Kiwi? I don't know. Well, <laughs> he was like, duck! And she <laughs> thought he said duck. <laughs> <It was, laughs> this dude was sent to a like a psych ward. He was a crazy, like, he's, you know, long history of just he being, seems pretty cool. being, being insane. But uh, the only, like, sort of disruption in his stay in this psych ward was in 83 when uh, Charles and uh, Diana, they, um, uh -oh. they came to New he's Zealand. Sad. And he unsuccessfully tried to escape from his psychiatric ward. <laughs> Take them out, yeah. Damn. The police so is like, no. Whoever can on know that about ward this. doesn't have all eyes on that cell <laughs> when the rules come through. Well, also, <laughs> they are losing their job immediately an from an unsuccessful attempt at, at a escape. He a ran at the door. It's just him going, Get me out of this fucking <laughs> thing. Meanwhile, Marcus Sargent's there with a pair of symbols. He's got a gun. He's got a gun that just has a flag that says bang. And he's like, look at that. <laughs> it's bang and bold. <laughs> to, to be fair, that would probably scare Charles. If I could be quite honest. Oh, man. I, right. I, I, I think we're going to wrap this one, James. Yeah. We've got yep. two questions for Freddie. Freddie, we've got oh, wow. the big two for you now. So say someone says, Freddie, I love you, buddy. I want, I'm coming down to Canterbury. Yeah. I want to spend 24 hours there. Yeah. What, what do I do morning, afternoon, and night? Give me your ultimate Canterbury itinerary. So morning, we're waiting for one of the three daily buses that's coming through. <laughs> and that's a hell of a wait. <laughs> but once we're, we're in, I reckon you go to the cricket. Like, are we underage at this point? Because that's what I That's what I know. Yeah, what that's want. what you know for yeah. sure. Yeah, but do, no a guide, do an underage guide to breaking the law. <laughs> Guys... We're starting here. We're outside Boots the Chemist at the oh, bus station. Love Boots. Just chilling, maybe with a, some bottled water, right? We're just chatting. There's a park there. Stay we hydrated. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Health is wealth 2008. <laughs> That's what we were saying. So then at around like 10, there's going to be a cricket match starting. Right? Mm. And cricket is the only place with without any ID you can drink with impunity. <laughs> like you can be 15 years old with a beer in each hand. The steward will come up to you like, if Kent win, we're doing shots. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's chaos. So you can get like really 
I have so many times where like I would spend the day just getting drunk at the cricket and there's like really famous players because it's county it's, cricket right the, it's county yeah. cricket and South Africa it's a beautiful ground Kent so like mm. South Africa India they would come and play mm-hmm. and like I would like get drunk and then I was so into like stats at that point yes. so I would like heckle with like the <laughs> Like Shark Callis is there. I'm like, hey, Callis, you're averaging 37, which is poor by your standards. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no, fuck you. (laughs) I'll get it going. Uh, And so that's like 10 to six. Yeah. That's great. That's your whole day. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much we're there. And then wait for that second bus. (laughs) (laughs) Get another bottle of water from Bloom's. (laughs) Oh, you got it. You you got two from Boots in the morning, knowing you'd need another one in the afternoon. So that's the that's so it's a you know the cricket and then you drink it and then maybe I mean maybe do we want a, a Cuban meal? Yeah, do we want to go to the Cuban? Right. You got to. You okay, gotta it's on Cuban. you because it's actually quite expensive. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, I'm right here. I can fork out for a couple of Cubanos. <laughs> All right, that was, <laughs> that was okay. Fucking that's des- what they're called. Fucking okay. desperate Dan. Judge Drew. Judge Drew. Up with the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the only way I can stay up. Yeah, is the, uh, was that, that question one? Yeah, yes. no, that was question one. The second one. question yeah. is, question where, Freddie, you've achieved everything you've ever wanted in Futsal comedy, comedy and Futsal. and a casual you futsal game. And now podcasting. You've completed your 450th guest, guest episode on Must Watch with George and Alan. <laughs> Correct. You've bought, I, in that time, I've applauded three times. <laughs> you've bought the rights to bonkers off Dante. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I was in the running. I got bought out. Isn't that sadder? <laughs> I bid and I lost. <laughs> blind auction, yeah. uh, when all is then done, do you move back to Canterbury to settle down? Uh, I'm hoping you? to go back. I haven't been back to the UK for obviously a long time, even before pre-pandemic. So I haven't seen my family. So I'm going this Christmas oh. for the first time in a very long time. I was going to say, I'm pleasant. going next July. We should have hung out, but that's seven Oh, we apart. still can. It's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to hang out in Canterbury. Well, well, I guess you will now. Yeah, yeah. I'll come down. Well, I'll come down to do. in, in cricket season. Yeah. <laughs> this guy comes out in midwinter. Like, Where's John Gallus? <laughs> <laughs> what, he retired eight years ago? And he's two, been averaging 37. I'm not surprised oh, at all this snow, you know. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, no, I, I will go back, but I, I couldn't stay there. Like I never really, I didn't live there as an adult and I yeah. don't see it being particularly. It's yet. not the sort of place to settle I'm a, You guys know me, city yeah. slicker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't it. go back to that quiet country life. The ultra no. metropolitan playboy, Freddie McManus. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Fast life Freddie, we call you. Hey, that's <laughs> damn right. <laughs> Drew just re- read that off his script. As yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the, the quote end. from Marcus? <laughs> 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 you were trying to find Fucking uh, fast life, Freddie. Oh, man. So, Freddie. Fred, what do you got to plug, mate? Yeah. Oh, got stuff mate, going on? What possibly. Socials? Oh, Look, oh, okay. there is a show um, that I will be doing in the, the festival at the end of the year called Mystery Flight which is already sold out. So I shouldn't have even brought it up. In the event that restrictions lift in December, there may be a few more tickets for that. Cool. Also, people have been asking, and by people, I mean my housemates alone, but I had a podcast called Where Are They Now with Freddie McManus. Loved yeah. it. I was on it. On which, yes. I was Andrew scheduled Bentley to be on, on it. Yeah. Jamie Kirk, actually, Freddie- you have been on it, I think. No, no, I think we. you messaged me about doing it and I hadn't done Freddie it. Freddie got mad at me on my episode and then told me six 
years later that it was pissed off at me the whole time. Uh, I believe I announced it on air, and I will do so again <laughs> with a microphone in front of me. I go, what did I you do. You guys, you guys don't have a theme song here. Hence my surprise at the start of the episode. Like when Jamie went right into it, yeah. I was I was rattled beyond belief because I'm used to a lot of carry on <laughs> up top. Pick out a theme Especially song. George is fucking uh, their pod. Their right. theme song goes. So I'm, I'm freaking out at the start. I'm like, welcome to where are they? And we're afraid it matters. This is a podcast where we take a lost celebrity and we track him down. And I'm vibing. I'm vibing as well. Bensley has some of the best energy we've seen from a guest up top. He's bombing to the music. And I go, welcoming our amazing guest this week, the Pride of Cambrai. He goes, Queen Bien. I went, get off. (laughs) 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 The absolute fucking nerve. In true community notice board style, I fucking stuck to my Queen Bird guns. I wanted more of an intro so you could be like, Kent, I meant, I actually meant, Fucking yeah. South Africa. Oh, yeah. I wish I come up with a funnier country. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. There he goes, buckling under pressure but again. Please, but is it coming it back? Is that come the point? Back. It is, that- is coming back. Hell Where yeah. are they now? Where are they now with Freddie McManus? You can catch up on the episodes on Spotify. We're talking to the fat guy from Borat who still DMs me semi-regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Davidian, we know you voted for Trump and we know you're not vaccinated. Stop talking about it. <laughs> and a bunch of other uh, uh, amazing celebrities. And we just yeah. the Andrew Bensley episode is the high watermark of the podcast. It's good. We did um, Devin uh, Sawa. Devin Sawa. Oh, from Idle Hands. Yeah, yeah. Who's now really into MMA. Like he's just. Oh, Isn't he next. having like a renaissance on Twitter? Yeah, being, like, I a saw cool him. Because uh, like, he was. What did you say he was from? He's from Idle Hands. I knew him from. Um, wasn't, SLC, he the, wasn't, he the, um, wasn't he the guy from Casper? Yeah. 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 And yeah. the yeah. faculty, maybe? Is he in the faculty? Um, okay, guys, back off my idea for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dangerously close to where are they now? <laughs> Uh, no, but thank you very much for having right. me. An absolute pleasure. And oh, as always, everyone, please like, subscribe, hit and the And we YouTube. have a Patreon coming up called What Are They Up To? And it's a <laughs> With Mark Sargent, the guy who fucking yelled at the coin. <laughs> where we just recap ep- episodes of Where Are They Now? <laughs> Actually, Where Are They Now with you guys is just, he died of a heart attack on stage <laughs> in the early 80s. Did you know him, Freddie? <laughs> uh, but thanks, everybody. Thanks. Subscribe uh, everything, what we're doing. Yes. What else? Also, well, I have a week weekly show a live show yeah. you can come see live comedy oh shout out to Angus for saying hi to yeah, us yeah shout out to uh, Angus good bloke and uh, we do a, a live comedy show every Sunday at the Everly Hotel and oh. if you're lucky enough Ben Caution might have something else going on and Jamie ropes me into co-hosting and then we have the greatest time you've never Oh, you these two it. after footy yesterday. Like, I drove them home and they're like, man, we crushed it. Everly was so Jamie good. Jamie said that. Except, oh, they, they, no, they, they, uh, no, no, I looked. Right, you, you were going like, we crushed, we crushed. Except for that joke that you made, the bomb. Yeah, they didn't like that. And that other joke. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah whatever. But yeah, they loved us. <laughs> the whole ride was, was we crushed. Drew's changed his tune, but I scrolled back and looked at the messages from Sunday and Drew was sending them, man, we crushed. We're so funny. We're good at comedy again. So... Oh, but anyway, but Everly Comedy is sick. It's every Sunday. And Camperdown Tennis Courts, you can watch us play football on Mondays and Thursdays. I do have that to plug. Sold out at this point. Also very funny. Sold out, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, cheers, Cheers. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Freddie. Big round of applause. Big clapping. Oh, freedom. Dungeon.